0: It's your boy, Blunt Steven. You are now tuned in to the It's a Blunt World Podcast. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Oh, shit. Sit back. Embrace yourself. The show has begun. This is my motherfucking life. My life. Oh, yeah. This is my motherfucking life. My life. Oh, yeah. So basically, this is a little work rant that I have. Um, basically, uh, just a shout out to all those hard workers putting in that hard labor. Um, that that is just like me, and sometimes we become the guinea pig of our jobs because they take our work for granted. But, um, I guess that's the way of the world. Um, you know, I I bust my ass. Um, you know, I'm semi in charge at work. I've always been a manager or management wherever I've been, and. Basically, um, you know, there's been drama going on at work. There's one dude that I've never talked to. I've worked at my job for like uh, the last three years and I've never talked to this guy. And um, I could just I could pick up a vibe. And then uh, one of my homegirls that I actually met uh, at my job uh, because I used to work here, you know, when I was 18, uh, I asked her opinion on him. Uh, Cause she uh, just stopped working there Like I transferred out Like maybe like five years ago And she, uh, she s- told me to stay away from him Cause he's a little snitch So I just That confirmed my shit So I just you know Kept trucking Doing my work Whatever um, So some personal shit happened With my homeboy That works there And um, This guy And it's fucked up I know about it But you know I'm not gonna risk my job And Um, and you know, get fired or let go, uh, because it's happened to me before when I voiced my opinion or something, they just, they get rid of me. I, I just don't know what it is, but, um, I guess people fear, you know, you know, strong people. That's just my opinion. But anyway, so I'm just keeping it doing my job and then maybe like three weeks ago, uh, my boss was my boy over like 20 years he gets called in the office because that weirdo ends up um he ends up saying that uh my boss is making it in a hostile environment and stuff which is such bullshit <clears throat> and then after that um i'm like wow that's that's crazy and i was like i just told myself you know just keep busting your ass here just you know whatever Do kids gotta eat so that's that's the bottom line so i was kind of proud of myself because i got a big fucking mouth so um you know i was kind of proud and uh and i just kept doing it and then the other day my boss comes up to me my my bigger boss than the one i work with directly um and he tells me you know uh you got to work on your, your tardiness. And, uh, cause he's kind of like working with me with my schedule. Cause I have to get off. So my daughter doesn't get marked late in her stupid zoom class. Um, and he, I, that I was like, yeah, yeah. He kind of looked like he was scared to tell me, but I was like, yeah, I understand that. I, I, I gotta, uh, work that out. Um, and then he, he told me that People are saying that I'm on my phone too much at work. When when I have a I have a hard labor job and my boss ain't always there, so I gotta I gotta pick up the slack. So I really ain't got time for that uh, to really be on the phone. If I'm touching my phone, it's uh, it, it's to switch the song on my my playlist and stuff. Uh, shout out to Apple Music. Uh, but um, he told me that, and I was just like, I was like, I was just pissed off. I was like, what? And it's like. There's I work overnight, so there's only a few people that are there, so I know who see me, and my my boy would not like wrap me out like that, obviously, and uh, the other people I really work with closely, and we're always bullshitting talking shit and, and whatever, like uh, as far as camaraderie and stuff. So I was like, wow. And then the thing that really pissed me off after he said all that, I was like, yeah, I was like, if if they think that, you know, I'll just do my best to not, you know, be pulling out my phone that much. Because everybody on the night, like I'm cool with, we talk shit, like even, you know, uh, one of the bookkeepers, you know, we've uh, told each other about kind of like our family troubles we've been going through and stuff. So, so really close, except for that one guy that, you know, comes in Um And then the last thing my boss told me is that uh, Or that he did Went over to my coworker, Who he's like the next guy Besides me that you know He'll he'll bust his ass and he's reliable He ends up Coming over to me he goes hey did he Just uh, talk to you I was like yeah Yeah I gotta straighten up a few things He goes well he asked me if I had a Problem with you So they're trying to go deep in Some stuff and It's, like, all because this guy, like, the whole basis of this is this guy, he thinks he's, like, Kaniki or one of the T-Birds from Greece, like, Travolta, like, he wants everybody to love him there, and me, I'm the opposite, like, there's people that I see every day that I haven't talked to in, like, three years, because it's, like, I'm there doing my work, you know, I'm tired, it's overnight, I'm getting the fuck out, I got a life, you know, Um, and... I just, I can't believe, like, I, I don't know why this, like, this idiot is doing that. And the biggest cowardice shit, too, that he does, whenever he snitches on someone, he always is on vacation. So I, I'm i guessing, like, last Saturday or Sunday, the end of our, like, um our time period, he snitched this out or said something, and then he's on vacation the whole week. So, man, I just, you know, I wanted to kind of say this and put this all out there Because, um, uh, just the everyday worker, you know, I'm sure you guys go through this Little bullshit politics shit all the time So I just wanted to give you a little insight on mine and, 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 and the guy that he did shit personal to he's like he brings homemade meatballs in the parking spot that my friend parks in every day He before he gets there he's been throwing stuff in there like so he can't park there you know like just little petty bullshit like that but um, yeah uh, I don't know but just my advice to anybody going through this shit just you know keep trucking just hush your mouth as much as I'm a blunt man. I'm blunt, Stephen, and you always want to say something, Sometimes it's uh, you know, better to just bite your tongue and you provide for your family. So that's number one. And this dude uh, will never, um, you know, he'll never bring me down. So fuck him. So this was my little fucking ouch of the week um lately uh if you if you're more of like a bigger guy uh just i would say a husky guy uh sometimes you know uh you come down with the for me this is just a family thing but you come down with ingrown toenails man and some of you uh, little uh artists. That know how to carve, could really, you know, take out your ingrowns on your own. But I've been doing that lately. I know this is disgusting, by the way, but I'm just, this is my truth. So I've been trying to take my ingrowns out. And this is the first time I've had an ingrown on both sides of my toe. Um, And before, uh, when it got really bad, maybe about seven years ago, I had one. And uh, I had to go to the doctor so they would take it out. Um, And guess what? Uh, my shit—it was getting kind of disgusting and infected, um, so I went. I went to emergency, and uh, I was kind of nervous because of COVID. I'm like uh, wondering if I could go in there just for. To me, the toe just seems stupid, um, so I went in there, and uh, they ended up doing what they did last time, and they took it out and. I just want to let you guys know What they do So You know to act quick So basically I went in They told me You know It looks like uh, You got an infection All underneath the nail So I was like Fuck man Um, And they're like Well we're gonna take this out um, So we're gonna set you up So basically They pulled me in a room um, They poured all this I, I forget what it's called It's that It's that that brown blood liquid that they they pour on you before they like cut you up for surgery and stuff. Um, So they poured that on. um, And then they came back and gave me two shots on each side of my toe. And it was fucking burning. It felt like fucking pressure. But it numbed it up. And last time it numbed it up way quicker or for way longer because I didn't feel shit. But this time I felt shit. So they... What they basically did is they were ripping out the ingrown. <laughs> they were ripping out. I just thought of what I'm gonna tell you. It was funny. Uh, they ripped out the ingrown, uh, and then they end up ripping out the whole fucking toenail. And I was like, oh my god, this shit was fucking burning. So they're like, yeah, we'll be back to uh, to uh, uh, wrap you up. And I'm just like, I'm going, oh my god, I I like, I was gonna tell them, you know, hurry up because this shit is like stinging. But I didn't, I was just losing it Like, not crazy, but I was just like Fuck, this is sick But before that (laughs) My toenails Get ripped out, and the doctor looked at His, like, practitioner that's, like, taking Notes and shit And he goes, you okay Over there? How about you check on the fucking person that's fucking Toenails getting ripped out of his Fucking toe I just thought that was funny and, like, really, dog? Uh, He must have known I was a veteran, I guess. Um, But, yeah, so um, they come and wrap it up and um, basically limping out the emergency and stuff. And and just as a sidebar, you know, I haven't been to the hospital since the whole COVID shit's really happened. But um, it looks like a movie in there, man. Like. There's like four chairs now in the waiting room, and it's just like everybody's got their mask on, you know, like they're dying and shit. And It's like, fuck, dude. As soon as I sat down there, I was like, call me, call me, call me, call me, <laughs> because I didn't want to be around these people. But anyway, um, everything worked out with my toe. I'm on an antibiotic, and, uh, and that's what it is to get your toenail ripped out if you have an ingrown, so pay attention to those, man. And um, yeah, I'm just taking an antibiotic. Shit's uh, pretty much stinging uh, still. And um, yeah, that was the whole ordeal. So I'm on my road to recovery with my my toe. But um, yeah, there's your little uh, feet knowledge for the day. Okay, so this is the little piece I wanted to talk about, you know, these days it's like either this is the reason for everything or, you know, people don't address it Uh, and what I'm talking about is mental illness Um, and it could go from low grade to medium grade to high grade, you know, and I come from a family, uh, I mean, my direct family, my mother, um, she is bipolar uh, the mother of my kids and my my ex girlfriend, um, she was definitely bipolar. I was there during the diagnosis, um, to where they tried to give her lithium, which really made her a fucking robot. And I made her get off of it because it's like I don't even know who the fuck this person is. Um, but um, I just you know mental illness, you know. You, these days we definitely have to address this and you know i'm kind of going through my own ordeal right now where every day it's just it's a fucking battle and i was diagnosed with i think it's like low grade you know depression um and it's not like i'm like crying on the floor every day or whatever it's just uh i guess what i was going through that kind of was the reason i was diagnosed with depression um, and just kind of every day or sometimes during the week and mostly I gotta say it's every day I'm just dealing with like negative vibes and I'm just trying to get to this point uh where I don't have any anymore and I have a strong reserve so I know that I will always get through it and some people some people don't and they re- resort you know to to fucking opiates pills uh, fucking, you know, uh, marijuana, uh, which I am pro-choice on, you know, I do, I am 420 friendly, I, I smoke weed, I honestly, I, I love it, I, I honestly didn't smoke for a long time, but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get into, you know, my love for weed, maybe we'll make an extra segment on that, um, but yeah, they resort to, you know, opiates, Meaning pills or weed or alcohol to deal with their their mental illness, uh, which you know I, I've come from a, a, the my immediate family, you know uh, and stuff where people did they just you know tried to brush it off like ah oh, you're good like you don't need to take you know pills or whatever because my mom was on medication for a minute I I honestly can't tell you if she's still on it because. I think she like veered off of it, went on, went off, like she just couldn't tell what she liked better or what helped her. Um, And I I just, I want to just, you know, send my thing out there and say that, you know, I'm definitely going through it, but you got to battle day after day after day and just get through. Because that's what I'm definitely getting through. Because I know there is light at the end of the tunnel where the negative vibes, I will be away from you know definitely soon um, you know hopefully next coming weeks and stuff and that's what this podcast brings for me is definitely a positive vibe and I love it I love basically giving y'all my my daily journal of stuff in my life uh, or questions you guys ask or about sports about hip hop um, about current events you know I, I love doing it and this is definitely a positive because you have to find something to combat that that negativity, those negative vibes that you have to deal with, because that's the situation I'm in. You know, um, I have to deal with the negative vibes right now. I just I have to, and I have to, you know, push push through. Them, uh, you know, like a like a Tom Rathman block, man. Um, and I'm definitely doing that. And I just wanted to, you know, send it out to everybody that's going through something that, you know, you definitely are not alone and you will get through this and don't be ashamed if you have a mental illness, if you're depressed, you're bipolar, uh, or etc. like do not be afraid to reach out for help and, uh, definitely seek out some support. Cause to be honest with y'all, like I, I have weekly therapy. And you know, because of COVID, it's it's just over the phone right now, but I love it. It uh it really uh it really helps me out. And sometimes you're like, I don't need it. But that then after an end and you talk about shit, um it, you feel better. It's just almost like a weight off your shoulder. So um just don't be afraid to seek health. And if you have a mental illness, you are definitely not alone. And if you are around negative vibes, get the fuck away from them. Take another route. Um, Or if you can't get away from them and you have to deal with them for the time being, just uh, think positive thoughts and definitely like just buff through these uh, negative uh, vibes or thoughts and, and you will get through it because there is always light at the end of the tunnel. And. That's what I want to say. One, two, check one, two, one, two. Who got more stylish sundoes? So, um, man, the the probably the one of the most anticipated verses. Um, if you don't know what verses is, it's uh, during the quarantine they've been having. Uh, just you know, rappers you know kind of put their catalog against one another, just kind of see who uh, comes out uh, on top. They've had uh, you know they've had Jadakiss the verse Fabulous. Uh, probably the the best one i've liked so far is uh dmx against snoop um and and so on uh, i can't remember any other ones but the most anticipated had to be this one that just happened um the other night which is uh uh gucci main versus jeezy man there's a lot of history with that shit and i remember loving all their music because the shit was so real like I mean, to be real, like, it was kind of the closest living shit next to, you know, Pac and Biggie, Um, just, you know, with all the surrounding drama and, you know, people kind of dying over this shit, because back in, I think, 2005, um, uh, you know, uh, Jeezy and... Uh, Jeezy was featured on Gucci Mane's first single "Icy," which is just a hit to this day. I love it. Jeezy's verse is sick as fuck. Uh, Gucci Mane rips it on it. Um, but um, after that, I guess there was some drama because they're they're both you know AT aliens, you know, just uh, from Atlanta, just uh, doing their thing um, and trying to take that crown away from Tip um, and this is what i remember this is just non-fact checking just what i remember from you know living in the hip-hop uh living in that era is that um you know they're both like you know you know coke boys basically just talking about who you know sells the most coke and and then jeezy all of a sudden uh put a bounty on um on Gucci Mane's chain uh, I think it was for about like 25000 so people were looking for Gucci to just get that come up on that money um, and what ended up happening is uh, Gucci Man was kicking it or fucking with a stripper at someone's house and the stripper uh, set up Gucci Mane and called up some of Jeezy's boys and uh Um, They tried to fucking, you know, end Gucci right there, but in self-defense, Gucci Mane blasted Jeezy's boy and killed him in in self-defense, and that's just kind of, you know, the background on that, like, shit was fucking real, and to me, uh, you know, Jeezy, or excuse me, uh, Gucci Mane, he he was getting locked up a lot, but then he came out, and the most solid album I've heard him Drop and pr- to me, it's a fucking classic. Is uh, is the state versus Roderick Davis? Um, and he had a song on there called Worst Enemy where he kind of seemed to, um, you know, dead the beef between uh, him and Jeezy. Um, and just saying, you know, Jeezy ain't uh, his worst enemy, I'm my own worst enemy. so. I was like, man, that's what's up. You know, like that was cool of him being a big enough man. But then fucking uh, uh, Gucci kind of on the immature tip kept taking shots and shit. And, uh, you know, Gucci was the more notable guy, like in the years later, if you ask me. Um, And, you know, Jeezy kind of threw a couple of disses back, but nothing ever really happened. And then this versus happened. Jeezy was supposed to do it with with TI, but TI got some bullshit in his head that he to me I think he thinks he's bigger than he really is cuz I I say he has two to three solid albums which is definitely a great feat in hip hop but like he bust the rhymes challenged him or they were going to go against each other and it's like wh- bust the rhymes and TI that like TI should be Thanking Busta for taking that challenge because you can't fuck with with Busta if you're a TI I'm sorry it's just it's history um so I guess in some way uh TI like fucking uh backed off on that and then it started rumbling that hey it's gonna be Jeezy versus Gucci Mang and I was like fuck man this shit's gonna be drama when they're they're either going to be on Zoom, which it don't really matter, or they're going to be face-to-face, which that's what everybody wants. You know, they want the drama. And, um, you know, I watched it, and uh, <laughs> Jeezy dressed up like the old Jeezy, you know, jersey with Black Lives Matter on it and a bandana. And then Gucci is just saying the most out-of-pocket, just fucking, you um, immature shit and you know i thought going into this just thinking about catalog gucci man you know is really you know i wouldn't say better albums but total songs like i think he's over the years like outdone um um he's outdone jeezy because jeezy's kind of fell back a little bit um and which is cool because you know jeezy made his mark but all of a sudden he starts saying disrespectful things. He starts calling out uh, the dude that he killed that was Jeezy's, you know, homeboy, Pookie Loke. And he's basically said, you know, I send him back uh, to you in a box. Like, and it's just like, it was just like, wow, this shit's going to get out of hand. And you know what? Um, and they kind of were saying that, you know, Gucci Mane is talking about, oh, he got this money, you know, it's still flossing money, but uh, Jeezy's over here being the grown man And saying you know I got the real estate I own basically half of Atlanta You know so And then after You know he made that comment Then uh, Jeezy just kind of He just cut to the chase and you know said this, You know this is 15 years ago You know we grown up um, And I extended This olive branch to you And And you could tell, like, Gucci was kind of being, like, a little baby about it, like, we're supposed to do music, come on, man, like, all like that, but, like, I think, you know, Jeezy, what Jeezy was saying, you know, just on the, the piece, you know, tip, kind of seeped through, uh, uh, Gucci Mane's head, and he, he came back with the, you know, you extended this olive branch, and, you know i received it and you know we're all good you know there's peace with us and shit um and it actually turned out good so that was definitely a positive because they are both two southern rap legends in my eye and they both got hits and they're gonna be linked together and i have this already uh i heard there's like rumblings that they could possibly you know do a joint album so uh that's kind of, that's crazy, you know, to be honest, never thought I'd see that shit, um, but overall, something that could have been shaky turned out to be an epic hip-hop event, which I live and die for, so, props to Yum Jeezy, Jeezy, um, and, you know, the uh, the fucking snow, uh, well, he ain't the snow cone man, but the burr, uh, fucking, uh, Gucci man for doing their thing. I'm on my game. You at mercy of whatever I want to do. Jordan, here's Michael at the foul line, a shot on Elo. Guys, The Bulls win! It! win! It! Watford for the win! Yes! Oh, yes! Oh, oh! Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Can't believe it! Goddamn, damn, man. Ah! Oh. I mean, as you guys know, I'm obviously been a a lifelong uh, Golden State Warriors fan. And I got the worst news possible today. Um, You know, after, you know, they talked about the the speed up of the NBA season after the Lakers uh, took the championship. Um, They're going to start December 22nd. So, everybody's process is kind of sped up, you know, on their workouts and stuff. And, you know, um, got the worst news. So, in the finals two years ago, uh, Clay Thompson against the Raptors uh, pretty much was, I thought we were on his back and he was about to take us to another title. But he ended up having a bad play where he uh he's tore his Achilles. And being a salve that he is, he still came out on that uh torn Achilles on his left leg and uh you know made a couple free throws. Um, but they've been talking about favorites and everybody's saying you gotta you gotta fuck with the Warriors, man. We got Clayback, we got Steph, we got Wiggins, we got Draymond. So you know we're a finals like favorite, but the worst news for that bold prediction, um, Clay Thompson, now tore his right Achilles, and I was also just watching uh, Undisputed with my boy Shannon Sharp and the homeboy, former writer for the uh, San Jose Mercury Mercury News, Skip Bayless. And he kind of even brought up the the notion that people were trying to rush back, heighten their workouts and everything just so they can get back on time and be ready uh, for that pre-Christmas uh, um, game uh, as far as an opener. And that could be to blame right here. But I'm just in so much shock. You know, Clay Thompson down for this whole year. Um Really fucking up the predictions uh, For the Golden State Warriors Me as a realist As these are my This is my team Um, With Clay, we were definitely A finals uh, um, A finals uh, Favorite definitely No doubt but Man this is just honestly It just makes us A playoff team And, and we could definitely make it To the finals without them but but it's it's just more in question. Uh, yeah, this is devastating news for all all the Warriors fans. Man, I feel for you. I'm with you right there. This fucking sucks. Damn, Klay Thompson out for the years. Torn right Achilles. uh this NBA free agency is uh kind of going crazy right now more moves than i really expected you know um let me see i got to go to my notes right here so the lakers man the first big move they made was they got montrez um harrell um dude that that's a big move but um Dwight left with his uh disappearing tweet. He he left. And so that, that's a good pickup right there uh with Harold. And then they also picked up Wesley Matthews from uh the Milwaukee Bucks. He, he's alright. They re signed um um uh Codwell Pope to me that's what Wesley (laughs) Wesley Snipes that's what Wesley Matthews is Uh, so uh, I don't know kind of feel like they're you know wasting money on that Um, and their other big one um, would uh, with you know Rondo uh, leaving or uh, seeking uh, elsewhere for employment um Dennis Schroeder, Mister, he's like Wesley Snipes in Demolition Man, Simon Phoenix over here with his little orange streak in his hair. Um, he's gonna he's gonna take over the reins of point guard, so uh, I think that's a solid pickup. I think uh, you know they got everybody right, but Wesley Matthews. But we'll see how he works out. Um, pretty sure Danny Green's not there anymore, so I, I think maybe that'll fill the void a little bit, a tiny bit with Wesley Matthews. But definitely good pickups And um, actually You know breaking uh, A couple hours ago um, They also Picked up Mark Gasol Brother of former Laker Pau Gasol uh, Who has a Has a, uh, a Finals championship He has an NBA championship With the Raptors Two things on that I was hoping, you know, the Warriors could really hometown bullshit. I know. But I was hoping they could really fill that void with him. Uh, But we didn't do it. And that NBA championship came at the the hands of a defeat by my hometown, Golden State Warriors. So, um, Lakers, you know, uh, good pickups, man. I I think they went this hard because I I feel like this is the first year that they kind of want to uh really 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 lighten the load on um on ad and lebron maybe not ad but definitely lebron man he's what going in gear 18 you know sooner or later it's it's gonna start crumbling you know as far as at the end of his career so um definitely trying to lighten the load there all right who else we got yeah <laughs> dwight howard uh went to philly um yeah that was weird he had like a, a tweet where he said I'm I'm home and you know I'm where I want to be you know meaning you know Los Angeles and all of a sudden hours later he d- uh, tweeted he deleted the post on Twitter and he signs uh, with the 76ers so I don't know that, that guy's weird you know he's <laughs> ever since you know Kobe kind of punked him like, Kobe even released a statement, you know, in an interview saying that I never uh, I never knew how much I valued Shaquille O'Neal until I played with Dwight Howard. Uh, that shit's fucking funny. But, yeah, Kobe punked him with LA. And he's just been weird ever since. There's been rumors that he was hooking up with a tranny and then... And then last year was really his reboot year that he had a solid fucking year, uh, with the Lakers in that, in that finals run in the, the quarantine bubble. Um, but I don't know what's going on with him disappearing tweet. Well, now he's, uh, I'm sure he's starting or backup center for the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, something else I didn't see coming. um. You know, Drew Holiday, uh, he went to the Bucks and uh, involved in that deal also, um, like a swap. Uh, Steven Adams, longtime OKC center, he actually uh, departs to uh, the Pelicans. And I think that's a good cornerstone pickup for them. You know, you, you could always start, a, you know, a solid team with a, a good big man. And he's, I, I think he's a little underrated in the, the things he could do, man. Like, and and he's got that toughness you know uh, i know when the warriors played them in the in uh, in the playoffs uh, you know every year he he's just a fucking wrecking ball you know and he was like westbrook's like uh, if you fuck with, if you fuck with westbrook you got to go through steven adams first so i, I kind of like that mentality out of him so steven adams goes to the new orleans uh, pelicans Kel, uh, kelly kelly o'bray junior um He's coming to Golden State, Um, you know, after uh, Clay went down again, which is still heartbreaking. I just try not to think about it. Um, He's trying to fill in the void a little bit. And we got a little we got we got a few players on there now. I'm feeling a little bit better because, you know, uh, we we got we got Curry. We got Draymond. We got um, we got now we got Kelly Obrey Jr. And then we got Wiggins, too. You can't forget about Wiggins. Um, so, uh, I kind of like, you know, the makeup over there. So, uh, along with our young talent, you know, let's, uh, let's see where we go. Um, okay. What we got? So as of the draft, um, (coughs) we actually, uh, not we, but, uh, the Charlotte Hornets, the, the big blockbuster was at, uh, at number two, um, I think it was number two, either, uh, the number two or uh, third pick, uh, or the second or third pick, uh, MJ, Charlotte Hornets, um, drafted LaMelo ball, which I I think is great. I think everybody says he's going to be the best son. And, and, you know, he does look like he's just a step ahead in every attribute, uh, more than his brothers and stuff I, I seen that I like you know in Lithuania when he was playing, he he got in a few squabbles man he got in a few fights and you know he's got toughness so he's not gonna bitch out especially when they keep saying that Michael Jordan's gonna keep testing them keep testing them I think he's ready for that like you know he's still young but but it's like I, I think he's the one that would step to his father like you know back the fuck up you know I'm a pro now and I'm doing shit my way. Um, but yeah, so so the Hornets drafted him, and then in a in a shocker, uh, you know Gordon Hayward, uh, of formerly of the Boston Celtics, that a couple years ago had that gruesome injury, um, you know against the the Cavs in that big uh o- that big opening game when uh Kyrie and LeBron first broke up. Um, it's, he turned down an extension with the Celtics, and um, he's uh, headed to Charlotte. So, a little backcourt action, a Lamelo Ball and um and Gordon Hayward. they you know, that's that's kind of starting a good nucleus in in Charlotte. When you know they've been kind of uh, chokers, uh, uh, you know, ever since uh, well, ever since Campbell Walker left for Boston, and it's kind of the same thing they were kind of chokers when he was there anyway, but really haven't been that great since, uh, um, since, uh, Chris Paul left, you know? So, uh, Charlotte's definitely on the rise. Uh, we'll get LaMelo ball and recently signing Gordon Hayward. So, and as of right now, that is all the free agency, uh, you know, news and my opinions on them. And, um, I'm sure there's going to be a few more little plays. So uh, in episode uh, episode 9, I will definitely update Josh. So watch out for that NBA wire, man. Uh, it's coming down to the wire. I'm standing there. I'm right around. And they're taunting each other. The battle, the round is over. But they're taunting each other. You better get ready for a World War 3. Like this, the new gives a fuck about vibe, though. So just chill till the next episode.